Welcome to the Green Sky Social Work Podcast. My name is Green Sky and I'm a clinical social worker in private practice and a social work college professor. This is part 10 of a 10-part series on the very serious topic of suicide for anyone interested in learning more about this subject. So the topic for today is suicide survivors and stigma. Death by suicide is a stigmatized death. And um, again, individuals have to deal with um, the discrimination that can possibly occur and the prejudices that people will have toward families who've lost a loved one due to suicide. So um, sometimes people attribute death by suicide as immoral, illegal, or an evil cause. You know, those who survived a loved one Loved ones death by suicide have feelings of anger, guilt, and depending on their religious beliefs, may be denied um, religious services. And so what happens is that this leads to secrecy, this leads to misrepresentations, and um, a lot of that has to do with negative stereotypes that are extended to the family. Um, we do know that 90% of people who commit suicide have an untreated psychiatric illness. And so people always say, you know, when you're on the brink of hard times and, you know, you have a lot of difficulty, you are looked at as having a weak mind. And so that person has a weak mind. And, you know, that means that this can be a very embarrassing situation. So, um, you know, typically individuals are very, family members who survive suicide are very angry toward the person um, and oftentimes feel guilty or they have anger toward other individuals. And it's important to really get into the process of forgiveness um, and and how others can be in can be involved in the process of forgiving that person for dying by suicide and how they perceive their own role in it. You know, if I had done one more thing, that person would still be alive. So it's important to forgive that person. There is nothing you could do, you know, for an individual um, who who died by suicide. You know, the family's left thinking, okay, I have, I feel guilty about this, you know, and so it's important we're allowed to have a sense of forgiveness of the self. You know, also um, some people, a person who's thinking about suicide, oftentimes they will um, have a single car, single car um, accident. And so, you know, this is often because the person who wants to commit suicide still wants to leave their family with their life insurance. You know, life insurance will pay for a car, but they won't pay for someone who dies by suicide. And that way, the family isn't left with a suicide legacy. And, you know, if it's unsuccessful, there is a, a plausible deniability. So, you know, that's something to keep in mind. Um, wrecking the car is also something um, pretty common. Um Let's see, approximately six surviving family and friends for each 31,000 yearly uh, United States suicides. So, you know, that's how many suicides you have a year, 30, approximately 31, 32,000 a year. And about six or seven of the family and friends are directly affected. Overwhelming feelings of shock, denial, anger, guilt, 
um, grief, numbness, feelings of abandonment and hopelessness and confusion is often associated with that. So people often seek understanding regarding why the patient killed themselves. They want to try to figure out what they could have done to prevent it. Um, There's also sometimes feelings of relief because individuals who are dealing with this may have um, feelings of intense pain that they're in. And so sometimes um, there's a feeling of relief following a person who's no longer around. You know, maybe they're in a better place, right? People are often uneasy to discuss how the person died. People also may perceive others as blaming them. So not only do you blame yourself, but you can say, okay, maybe other people are blaming me for what happened. Um, There are support groups and support groups have been known to give tremendous benefit to a person. Often a child who lost a parent by suicide, they themselves feel guilty and feel abandoned. Um, And it's important to be honest with children and say, you know, your father had a brain disease or your mother had a brain disease. Your mother loves you. You know, your mother just had a disease and, and that's what happened. And so, you know, you have to think of it as a medical cause of death, not just a psychological cause of death, right? So um, it's really important to to just understand that and be, make yourself feel resolved in all of the things that you could have done, right? You know, when talking to a survivor of suicide, it's just important to just simply say, I'm sorry for your loss, You know, that's the biggest statement you can make. You know, don't try to comfort that person by saying, oh, at least you have other children or you'll marry again or I don't know how you feel. You know, those aren't very comforting statements. Really, the best statement you can make is I'm sorry for your loss. Also, understand that the survivor may be experiencing an overwhelming number of emotions, you know, complicated emotions that's above and beyond what a normal death would be. So bewilderment is is always important, is always pop, um, a very common emotion. Um, depression, sorrow, stress, you know, um, those are the things that people are experiencing. Disbelief about what happened, right? And remember that grief Um, is an intensely individualistic journey. And so not everybody deals with grief in the same way. And it's okay for that person to grieve in their own way because suicide is a death like no other and survivors are left to struggle with a pain like no other. So you don't really know how that person really is feeling. And so it's important to listen to that person. If a survivor wishes to talk, be available for that person. Listen, Listening can be very comforting. You don't have to solve the problem or make them feel better, but help them by listening. Being aware, of course, of support groups in your community is also helpful because they need to know they're not alone. There's other people grieving, maybe not in the same way, but in a similar way. So, you know, it's important to exchange information and give each other encouragement from someone who's also experienced, you know, a complicated death by suicide. And lastly, the issue with suicide and stigma. Suicide, um, you wade through a lot of emotional um, pain and emotional feelings. And so it's important not to judge another person. Be very compassionate, offer support, just like any other death. But think of suicide as a tragic result to a mental health issue. You know, the most misunderstand illness is death by suicide because of the distress that's happening emotionally. You can help to erase stigma by your reactions to this tragic death. 
My name is Green Sky. Thank you very much for listening to the Green Sky Social Work Podcast.